Welcome, everybody, to the Neil World Order podcast. Coming to you on another chilly Saturday night here in Wisconsin. So, I was thinking when I was do you know when I do the music thing, uh, sometimes I don't like to get caught up in the same genre over and over again, or maybe even like the same point in uh, time. You know, like I don't want to sit there and do like '90s band after '90s band or '80s band after '80s band. I think sometimes it's kind of cool. Um, to touch on lesser known artists, um, or even just like a cool song, you know, from a lesser known band or whatever. So, um, this week I was thinking about Lord Huron, um, and they're probably not as small as I think, um, think they are anyways. They were formed in uh, 2010. Uh, they kind of achieved mainstream, um, I don't know, recognition, success, uh, with their hit, uh, The Night We Met, which was featured in the Netflix series, 13 Reasons Why. Um, they kind of have this folk sound, um, almost like a, almost like an American Mumford and Sons, maybe kind of like a cross between them. And, uh, I love Toad the Wet Sprocket. They give me, uh, a Toad feel, uh, some of you are like, who the fuck is Toad the Wet Sprocket? Toad the Wet Sprocket is great, and they'll get their own episode one day, which I can't believe I haven't done already. But, um... The music, you know, it's very, it's very somber. It's kind of chill. Um, you know, I'll admit sometimes you have to be in the right mood for it. It's not just something you play. Um, they have a very distinct sound. Um, you could almost say like a lot of the arrangements are similar. I used to call it like that. Um, like think about like, I'm not comparing them, but when you think about like Def Leppard, ACDC, almost like every song kind of, you know, sounds the same. The arrangements are similar. You hear it and you're like, mm hmm, okay, that's who this, you know, you know that's an ACDC song, you know that's a Def Leppard song. Um, but, anyways, The Night We Met was off their album Strange Tales, which it, it's an amazing song. Uh, it's a powerful song. Honestly, it's pretty close to perfect. Uh, and not a lot of artists can say that about a song. Uh, frontman Ben Schneider, he's an excellent songwriter. He, his lyrics kind of have a complicated feel where, you know, I don't know, there's a lot of introspect into him, uh, which I think gives me the Andrew McMahon feel. He's His lyrics are very complicated, but they make sense, you know, once you get it. And I think, honestly, that's always been the benefit of seeing Andrew McMahon live is hearing him explain his songs, and you're like, oh... I get it, which I'm going to come back to explaining songs in a minute. Um, but anyways, Lord Huron was formed in Michigan. Uh, I believe they now call Los Angeles home. Uh, they have four albums to date. Uh, Strange Tales being my uh, personal favorite uh, features Love Like Ghosts, Fool for Love, The Night We Met. Uh, I believe Meet Me in the Woods is on that as well. So if you're kind of looking for um, a cool, chill band, definitely check out Lord Huron. Um, you know, as I said many times on here, I'm a huge fan of covers when they're done well or different arrangements on great songs. Uh, Kai actually brought to my attention today, um, a, and you'll come across a lot of this on TikTok. It's not all just big boob people and, you know, Karens freaking out. Uh, it was a, a slowed down different arrangement of In the Middle by uh, Jimmy World, which is a great song. And you really get to hear the lyrics of that song in the uh, in the cover and a different take on it, which, you know, the song's kind of about, 
you know, trying to fit in, um, realizing, you know, being your best self, being yourself, not letting the world tell you who you are. Um, but it's a very positive song and it really comes through on the cover. You hear it and you're like, wow, I never knew that's everything he was saying in this song. You know, you just kind of sing along with the song like it just takes some time. Da, da, da. But when it slowed down and it was played like on a piano, it was like, it was, it was pretty powerful stuff. So definitely check that out. Um, so the episode is, uh, love like ghosts. Um, great Lord here on song. Uh, you know, maybe none of you have ever heard it. If you haven't, check them out. It's very cool. They have, like I said, they have this haunting sound. So I got to thinking. I was thinking about, like, ghosts and stuff like that. I know it's totally not Halloween. It's, like, well, about to be March. But uh, where do we stand on ghosts? You know, like, do you believe in ghosts? Do I? Um, I'm pretty sure I do. Uh, early on in this whole podcast journey, I shared my experience uh, with the supernatural in one of our earlier episodes about the ghost rider on the motorcycle chasing us. I believe that's in the one of the first ten episodes. It's uh, I, I'm fortunate enough to say there's been so many now that I'm not sure which one that was. That was before I kind of titled them based on songs and kind of incorporated that on which I'm, I'm going to be honest with you about the song title and episodes and you guys are the guy some of the guys that know me are really going to make fun of it I kind of borrowed that uh titling my episodes after songs it's kind of an homage um the tv show one tree hill every episode was named after a song that um mark whatever the guy's name was mark something that created the show uh, that they were favorite songs of his like in catalogs so that's kind of where I took that from and then I thought well I'll incorporate music into it as well but yeah just a side note but yeah you know I told you guys about the Ghost Rider chasing us uh, in Ohio that summer I, I'm Scott's gotta have the video somewhere I mean it's God it you know it's been 25 years nearly so maybe, maybe it's somewhere um, you know, I was like, man, we could put that online. But, uh, you know, if you scroll through social media, um, you see all kinds of videos, especially on TikTok of like, uh, you know, it's like, oh, things people didn't know were there. You know, and a lot of them are, are stupid and scams or CG or just, you know, really creative kids that do stuff or whatever. And uh, But some of them are like, holy shit. And, um, you know, I can be a skeptic of things. You know, some people... Um, believe in like orbs and stuff like that and things that appear uh, my friend christy christy sends me some really cool videos from uh, her house cameras from time to time and uh you know of like different things moving around and like orbs and it's pretty fascinating you know and um i can be a skeptic of a lot of things but like sometimes like i see that stuff and i'm like whoa like you know it's you want to always tell yourself, oh, it's probably this, or it's probably that, or, you know, but sometimes there's not really an explanation. Um, you know, and you think about it from, like, I don't know, from, like, a religious aspect. I mean, religious people believe in the Holy Ghost, right, or talk about the Holy Ghost. Um, but who really knows uh, what we become once we uh, pass on or die? Um, I remember growing up, um, my dad was always one for... Uh, you know, some uh, good sound bites every now and then. Um, I always think of that uh, book, 
that guy wrote, it was his Twitter page, and then it became a book. It was like shit my father said, and it literally was just his collection of memories of things his father had said to him. Uh, but my dad once said that he believes there's a lot of disappointed dead people. You know, and I think that means a lot of things on a lot of levels. Like, one, I mean, I guess you're disappointed that maybe your dad and you miss the people you love. You know, you're missing life. You're, uh, you've moved on. Um, maybe you thought you were going to heaven, you went to hell. Maybe you wanted to go to hell and you went to heaven. Maybe there's nothing. Or maybe it's something completely different than you imagine. Like, I mean, it's a completely subjective quote, and I've never, you know, next time I see him, I think I'm actually going to ask him what he meant by it and see if we can get to the bottom of it. But I have a feeling in my true father fashion, he's going to say it means whatever I want it to mean. Um, but, you know, you see in movies and, uh, story, you know, stories people talk about, like, you know, spirits, ghosts, whatever, are you know, sometimes trapped or caught because something is unresolved or maybe they're just lost souls um i don't know it's fascinating to all of us you know to the masses at least whether we want to admit it i mean just scroll through your tv you know there's like ghost hunters uh paranormal stuff on the travel channel uh haunted hotels and um i don't know what do those guys do on the sci-fi channel or whatever and all I can think of now is, like, that annoying clip where they have, like, Demi Lovato trying to, like, sing to a ghost or something. That clip is out there, and it's real. You guys definitely look into that. Um, but, you know, the paranormal is a huge marketing thing year-round. It's not just a Halloween. Um, and I personally don't watch a lot of it. Uh, I feel like if you've seen one, you've seen them all. It's kind of like those shows... Um, I used to always be into, like, the mystery shows. Uh, not not just the murder mysteries, but, like, um, I'm dating myself now. Like, stuff like In Search Of with Leonard Nimoy and, um, uh, what? There was a, there was a monster one that used to come on, uh, it was either the History Channel or Destination USA or some, one of those random channels. And part of me wants to say it was called Monster Quest, but I could totally be wrong. And it was like some, a lot of times there's no resolution, you know, nothing gets, they don't find anything. They don't, you know, and some of it's far-fetched shit, but, uh, you know, and it, it, it's almost like everything is the, um, you know, just ends and it's like, okay, wow, that was nothing. But, um, which switching gears a little bit, that was like when I fell in love with the show, um, River Monsters with Jeremy Wade. And I don't know if it's still on, I think it's a different take on, uh. It, it either started on Animal Planet, moved to Discovery, or vice versa. But, like, he'd go out searching for these huge fish or creatures in the water that were a mystery that had, you know, maybe caused some kind of tragedy and people thought it was this and that. But he always caught it. Like, he always, there was always some form of resolution to where it wasn't like, oh, you know, we still didn't, like, lock, you know, you go to Loch Ness. I mean, I think he did a Loch Ness episode, but obviously he didn't find anything. But, um... You know, it's like people talk about that and talk, and there's like nothing ever gets found. You know, like the Bigfoot shows, there's no legitimate. You think about Bigfoot. Okay, if these things have been around for years and years and years and years, okay, we've never found a skeleton, like a legitimate skeleton. One's never just accidentally walked out into traffic. Um, nobody's ever caught two of them fucking in the woods. Um, you know, and there's so many things where you're like, eh, I don't know about that. You know, it's. 
you want to, I mean, I think you tell yourself you want to believe it, but when push comes to shove, you're like, yeah, that's probably not legit. But yeah, all that kind of stuff is, is really fascinating to me. I honestly, um, coming out of high school, I was one of those kids and uh, I had a conversation with my daughter about this tonight because I think she's kind of in the same place. Um, I had no clue what I wanted to do, you know, and I think, you know, and, and some people do like some people know, and you know, they have this and that's awesome, you know, and I think what we need to do is not put a stigma on sometimes people who don't know. And there's a difference between not knowing, um, what career, or what field you want in and having no plan. I'm not saying it's okay to just be like, I don't know, man, I'm just going to get it. You know, and, and my kid can do that. But um, she'll figure it out. But we were talking about, um, you know, she was like, I, I don't really know, you know. You know, and some kids, nothing interests them. And you even look at college now, and you're like, is it worth it? I mean, and I know this. there's people out here like, oh, my God, my kids are going to listen. They're probably not. But, uh, and think, but, I mean, ask yourself if you had to do it over again, would you? But originally, anyways, when I went to college, I wanted to study some form of uh, paranormal science or activities and investigate um, odd things, weird things, um, which is weird because I wasn't really a science kid. Um, you know, like I said, I was just one of those kids that never knew what I wanted to do. I knew what I didn't want to do. I didn't want to do math. I didn't want to work in a factory. Uh, I'm biting my fingers. Sorry, my wife yells at me for this. I've been doing it a lot lately. Not sure. Um, you know, and, and most days now, I still don't know what I want to do. I think if I could go back, honestly, what I would have done, and uh, it's still something that fascinates me to this day, I, I would I would have done forensic psychology, like uh, profiling. And, and I think a big part of it is because I like to know why people think the way they do, you know. Like, I can get, you know, like sometimes people do terrible things. You know, and people are like, oh, I just don't understand it. And there's times where, like, if you hear the whole story, I'm like, I'm not condoning it, but I understand how a person gets to that or where that drive or that urge or that trigger came from, you know. And I wish I'd went to school to get a better understanding on that. I'd like to think I'm pretty good at, um, I can read people well when they start to talk to me or, you know, when people are, you get a lot of haters in the world, but sometimes, like, when somebody's insulting you or coming at you, honestly, they're telling you about themselves. And I think sometimes we get caught in over their tone and some of the colorful adjectives they use and don't look at what they're really telling us. You know, somebody who's like telling you how terrible you are oftentimes is really telling you how much they hate themselves. Um, I mean, that's simple stuff we all learned in elementary school. But I think it goes a lot deeper than that with some people. Um, you know, there's no lie that misery loves company and a lot of all those things are our moms, grandmothers, whatever told us, but yeah, I, I, you know, I, I wanted to do weird kind of stuff. Maybe some of it was inspired by the X-Files. Like I said, I graduated in 93. Um, you know, some personal looking into it and research to realize that, um, there wasn't a huge need <laughs> for what I wanted to do. Um, you know, for paranormal psych scientists out in the world. And, 
maybe studying so many things was not probably going to be something I was going to be successful at. And then I probably wasn't going to get into the FBI and become the next Fox Mulder, like I said. Um, so, you know, instead of being Fox Mulder or a Ghostbuster, I suppose, or some guy, you know, putting on some show on the Travel Channel, you know, here I am. I mean, I, I got no complaints. I mean, could lose a few pounds, but I mean, life's been good to me. It's been an up and down journey, and as long as I have whiskey, some ice, you guys, and uh, a little music, I think I'm always going to be all right. Maybe. How long the, the whole world is going to be all right right now seems to be up in the air. So we go through the uh, last two years of a pan-plandemic, whatever you want to call it, and our reward is a potential World War III, apparently. Um, early Wednesday, Russia, you know, unless you live in a cave, no pun, I'm not making fun of people in Afghanistan, um, began a military attack on the Ukraine, which at one time was a part of the larger Soviet Union, along with like Georgia, Kazakhstan, um, Belarus, Latvia, Livia, or Lithuania, not Libya, uh, and a, maybe a couple other countries. Um, my daughter and I were trying to name them all at dinner tonight, and we, I don't even think we came close. I think she just started putting Stan at the end of countries and words and saying, I think this is one. But, um, you know, like I, I, I prefaced with, is that, you know, some people look at this could be the start of World War III. Um, you know, depending on what you read and where you get your news, I mean, there's no real such thing as legitimate news anymore. But uh, some people believe the attack is based on Putin's paranoia, um, you know, as far as the Ukraine being too in bed with the Western world and uh Focusing on, you know, military, hardcore militarizing themselves with nuclear weapons. Um, he'd put out tons of propaganda about that and them being a threat. Um, as well as, you know, ultimately, I, I think one of his long-term goals is to put the original Soviet Union back together. Um, you know, so they didn't just go in and just, like, go after military targets. I mean, they bombed airports. You know, this was like a full blitzkrieg, no, not trying to, you know, say anything good about uh, Adolf Hitler and the Nazi attacks. But, um, you know, it was air, ground, assault, uh, naval, you know, they're marching through uh, the uh, Ukrainian citizens are fighting back. Uh, they have an army. Um, but it, it's. You know, like targeting civilians, and, and I know in every war, you know, or whatever, there's, you know, this country is not uh, free of not killing innocent civilians. You know, I would like to think most times unintentionally, unintentionally, not purposefully launching attacks into villages or populated areas or taking a tank, driving down the street and just running over a car like uh, many of you might have seen. Uh, on the news today, which is crazy because I got a like a four-day ban on TikTok for posting the same video that NBC News did, and I was like, okay, that's bullshit. On top of your boys in Facebook jail again for like 30 days. I think there's only 25 left, but it, it gets old, I guess. You know, I, I'm one of those people, like, you should be able to say whatever you want. Uh, words are words. I wasn't dropping racial, I honestly joked in a group and said these people should be beaten, LOL, 
and it was like a joke. It wasn't like threatening violence towards people, but whatever context. Um, you know, and, and the, this whole issue in Russia, between Russia and the Ukraine, it's something that was building. Uh, you know, a lot of people predicted this. Um, and, and honestly, the whole thing was probably accelerated due to the weakness and lack of leadership we now have in our country. Um, you know, it ultimately was Putin laughing in the face of Biden, which, I mean, we do it. Um, who, who wouldn't laugh at Joe Biden? You know, Joe Biden is a terrible leader. Joe Biden can't put sentences together. On a good day, Joe Biden eats ice cream and doesn't shit his pants. Um, you know, and the, this, the whole tragedy of this, and, you know, the people that are trying to protect their children and trying to escape, the whole, I look at a, a large portion of the blame for this loss of life and destruction falls on the shoulders of all you fucking idiot liberals who in theory voted this man into office. Um, you know, and, and the scary thing here, um, I actually found myself agreeing with Sean Penn, that's another scary thing, where he said, like, you know, we've lost our soul if we, as a country, if we don't defend uh, the U And I feel like us not going in there to help them is just, it, we're, we're bowing to Russia, we're being cowardly. It's like we're just trying to un avoid the uncomfortable situation of possibly being at war with Russia. You know, had this been a smaller nation somewhere that did this to another nation, we would have boots on the ground. We would have done something. I mean, if you look at uh, our track record of things we've done in Syria, Kuwait, uh, other <clears throat> areas in the uh, Middle East. But, you know, here... Uh, I, I think Sleepy Joe said he was just going to, uh, you know, impose sanctions, which he thinks are really going to matter. And, you know, to him, they probably do because, like his supporters, he's really stupid. But, you know, I think what some of us fail to understand is um, if the Ukraine falls, and, and I hope to God it doesn't, um, it does force the hand of the United States. You know, we... we we won't have a choice but to defend the surrounding NATO nations because that's all part of the NATO agreement. That's like Romania, Hungary, Slovakia, uh, and I think Bulgaria. Maybe not Bulgaria. Maybe it's um, Slovenia as well. Um, all border the Ukraine there. And obviously those nations, they're probably, excuse me, on high alert now or will be, you know, and we'll have to look at it as, you know, I know we have sent some troops into the areas there, but we've not formally engaged, which there should have been a response or we should have been, you know, maybe in, instead of leaving $85 million worth of weapons to the Taliban, we could have dropped it in the Ukraine. But I guess that's another story. And there's truth that there are American citizens uh, in the Ukraine and that, you know, the administration was asked about if there was a plan to get them out. And they said, no, what do you expect us to do? You know, which no surprise there, Biden doesn't care. Um, you know, so it's, it's sad. You think about children being hunkered down in subway tunnels and people trying to avoid build, you know, dying for the simple fact of just being invaded. Um, so I, you know, even the, uh, the Ukrainian president is actually suited up on the ground, armed and fighting. Uh, he was offered him and his family to be 
extracted by the U.S. government and instead told him that he needed ammunition, not a ride, to which, you know, Joe Biden probably sent him some crack pipes. Um, but I think, you know, as this continues over there, we're going to see prices, you know, gas prices are going to go through. You're, I bet you're looking at $5 a gallon by April, um, you know, and, and maybe higher depending on where you live. I know out in California, I think it's already five dollars a gallon um you know and the fuel costs everything's interconnected you know and costs can only rise so much on anything before everything just goes to shit and it just like you know the bubble bursts and it is getting there you know whether it's the housing market uh supply chain um you know distribution raw materials employment unemployment inflation it, it eventually Everything comes to a head, bam. I, I don't know why I just snapped my fingers. I never do that. Uh, you know, and part of that, you know, it has been our challenge about moving is, uh, you know, I look at rising costs, you know, and I'm like, okay, you know, the, the homes in the area of Tennessee, you know, where, the, where they were priced a year ago versus now, I'm like, damn. And you honestly have to be smart about what you buy because what's worth $300,000 today might be worth... 175 in a couple years you know i the house we live in now we benefited from somebody's loss because what we bought it for you know it's probably back now to what about it should have went for um you know and you don't want to be on the wrong side of that you don't want to be upside down on anything i mean it's one thing when you buy a car you generally maybe go a little upside down but on a home that's a real tough place to be You know, and, um, you know, even when we look at moving, we're trying to think where do we, you know, with the rising costs and everything, it's like, where do we get the best uh, for our money as far as, you know, even trying to find work. Um, and it makes you crazy. It really does. Like it, it any given day, it like stresses me out. Um, and I'm sure it makes me pretty unhelpful to my wife as far as trying to figure the whole situation out. And I'm pretty sure once we finally green light the process and start going through stuff i'll probably have a heart attack die and never get to enjoy any of it um but now you toss in world war three on top of it i'm like dude what the fuck um but my problems are very small in scale to what uh people you know over there in europe are dealing with and i guess i, I look at it like like you know it's crazy because you think Okay, we had the, um, you know, in my uh, desert storm, um, the war on terror as far as Afghanistan and all that shit uh, in Iraq after 9-11. And those weren't, I mean, Iraq, it was never a formidable opponent. I mean, the, in desert storm, pretty much the Iraqi soldiers under Hussein at the time surrendered to CNN camera crews and stuff. Uh, it was a little different animal in Afghanistan in, uh, and in uh, Iraq. The second time, I think, um, you know, Russia is a way different animal. You know, and maybe this is one of those things where we're always going to come to head. I mean, ever since the Cuban Missile Crisis during the Kennedy administration, through the Cold War, you know, maybe we were... You know, it was those two heavyweights that eventually were doomed to duke it out. And, 
the issue is now you look at the leadership we have now and we're like, okay, is that the person you wanted to be the captain of the ship when the fighting started? It's not. If you said yes, then <sighs> bless your heart is all I can tell you. You know, and it's scary. You know, I was talking, you know, just even talking to my kid about it, you know, her being 17 years old. I'm like, you know, do you, what do you think? Do you, well, you know, and part of it is she's young. She doesn't watch a lot of news, but she, you know, I was trying to explain to her the weight and ramification of things. And, you know, you could, I could see her eyes get wide, you know, um, you know, unfortunately we've lost a lot of the, if not most of the greatest generation who fought and won uh, world war two. Um, so there's not that knowledge and to lean on and it, it, it's crazy, you know, like I sit here and I think about it and, you know, it, it was, like I said, it was inevitable. Um, I think, I, I personally don't think this would have happened on Trump's watch. Um, I'll show I'm not a complete party head and I don't think this would have happened under Obama, I know there were issues in Russia during the Obama administration, but there also were during the Bush administration. But I just think, you know, the next shoe drops when China moves into Taiwan, and then you're looking at a full-scale World War Three, or what are you going to do? If you sit and do nothing, then it just amplifies the weakness that they already think you possess. Um, you know, the world... You know, people say we were think we were a laughing stock with Trump because of the things he said. We're a laughing stock now. I mean, Joe Biden is is a terrible leader. Um, he was a ter he's a terrible career politician. Like I couldn't even keep his kid off a of crack. Um, <clears throat> you know, so it's you know it's bye bye COVID. Uh, hello, World War Three. I guess is where we are. Um, but that's all I got tonight, folks. Um, check out the merch shop. Um, you didn't get any music on Facebook this weekend because, well, you know, it's going to be three more weeks before I can post again because Zuckerberg is a Nazi. But I appreciate you listening. Downloads are still through the roof. Uh, I think it's awesome. Uh, we have listeners over there in Europe, uh, as far as Germany, Spain, uh, Ukraine, the surrounding countries. I hope you guys are safe. Uh, we're all thinking of you. Um, you know, wish this country would do uh, what needs to be done to help you guys, to protect you guys, and prevent loss of life. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know what thoughts and prayers are worth, uh, and it seems like a cop-out, but... In all honesty, uh, I feel for you people, um, you know, if there's anything we could do, reach out uh, through social media, whatever. And uh, yeah, that's all I got tonight, folks. Uh, have a great night. Uh, it'll be next episode will be uh, in March and we're what will be like two weeks away from spring. How cool is that? But have a great night. Thanks.